thought-provoking ignorance. The best blend of hip-hop and R&B with special guests and Cave Crush interviews. Inside the Cave is now on Indie Central Radio. Inside the Cave. Inside the Cave podcast. Yeah. Now signing yeah. word of the... Hey, Charlemagne the God here, I'm and I'm going inside the cave, right? Right. Uh-huh. Yo, this is Deion Cole, I'm going inside the cave. Peace. Hey, we had it, everybody. It's your favorite Frank Cousins Jr., man, and I'm going inside the cave. I'm going to be in there. Just tune in. I'm, I'm in here. Man, this is just niche. I'm going inside the cave. Where the fuck is the cave? But we in that bitch all day, every day. Check out the podcast. They're doing big things. We out. Thought-provoking ignorance since 2015. You did say you wanted to be in, right? Here we go. Welcome back to Inside the Cave. We are back. a long time. This is the longest hiatus. We've ever taken music is always a, a best of or something when we gone, but this is the longest hiatus we've ever taken. I got busy, and obviously, these guys don't want the responsibility of having the show to themselves. Toe Road, Toe Dogs, hey man, y'all gonna hit. I was with They froze, they couldn't handle it, they couldn't handle the pressure. Now you, know, now you know that's some bull. Everybody wants to be the man till it's time to be the man. He couldn't handle <laughs> nah, the pressure. CB lying. He did not want us to record without Shit, I gave you three weeks to do your thing. Couldn't handle the pressure. I, am I had a bunch of engagements to take care yeah, of. It sure. just happened to it happened to fall on the same time you was out. I had some stuff going on. You know how to step in there. I am CB and I'm the real CB. And seasonal said is in the building. Yo, what up? The lovely, the beautiful, and the talented cat. Hi, everybody. I'm guys. And the birthday boy this week is Ro and Sly's birthday. Happy birthday to Roland. He couldn't handle the pressure, though. <laughs> What's going on, people? Welcome back. I'm happy to be back. We got a great show lined up for you today. Yes, we have a special guest calling in. A guy who was the Robin Hood of the neighborhood. Uh, a guy by the name of Daquan Rawls. Uh, did I say that right? He's supposed to be calling in. I've been known as being a snitch on this show, but this guy is calling in to snitch on himself. Uh, usually, usually we save the guest for the uh, cat's corner, but uh, this today's guest is a cat's corner, so we don't we don't need to have him for uh, today's cat's corner, which is a pretty good one too. So uh, he is. A cat's corner, a special guest, all in one. Daquan Ross, uh, the Flight Club. He was, I let him talk about it, but he's known for, uh, yeah, doing robberies. And he's calling it. He's calling in to talk about him being a thief and, and why he was thieving. So, uh, interesting. Probably in the second hour for everybody listening on Indie Central Radio. But we got a great show today. How you guys been though? Other than that. That's been fantastic. That's good. That's good. What yeah, about the rest of the motherfucker? Well, you know, ups and downs, man. Life. I got kids. My mama's sick. But all after all that, man, I'm doing good. I'm in good health. 
hit 47 this week. Okay. Yeah, lost a little bit of weight. Mm. Eating better. Good. You're vegan now, right? Not all the way. We still eat fish, but but my daughter just sent me something. Here's what's funny. My daughter is turning into me. She's sending me all types of conspiracy stuff. She's saying that uh, uh, seafood can give you gout. So we scared of the fish. Damn. Okay, how about you? What you been up to? Doing big things. It's been great. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Uh, by the way, uh, Chicago should be uh, coming along pretty soon. It's probably our uh, best market. You want to know why, Sly? I uh, said. What's that? Because New York, we are up 140 subscribers in New York. I don't know where in New York, but I know it's in New York. And you know how Chicago does. Whatever New York does, Chicago usually dick rides later. So we are popping in New York. <laughs> Uh, shout out to everybody listening to us in New York, wherever you're listening and however you listen, appreciate you. Shout the borough out. Hit the page, shout the borough out. Actually, today's guest is from, um, well, he's from New Jersey, right? Well, no, he's, he's from the Bronx. He's from the Bronx. From the Bronx, okay, yeah. yeah so crimes happening in uh, New Jersey. Oh, okay. All right, cool. All right. All right. Everybody listening on Indie Central will be right back with True False or And. All right, here we go. Welcome back to Inside the Cave, insidethecavepodcast.com. Check that out and go to cavecrushshop.com. Hey, by the way, uh, I know Sly don't believe me, but this thing, or Cat doesn't believe me, but this thing is uh, caught on so good. Who the one that don't like this segment? True False or One of y'all don't. I think it's I don't, I'm telling you, nah, I, I don't. Okay, but guess what? People have been sending in true, false, and and want to know what we think. So, uh, got a couple of them from a couple of people, but uh, this is this is one just from me. Uh, you can live through anything if magic made it. True, false, and well, first of all, Kanye said it, so it's oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Here's a good one. This is from Randy. Take a good look at the mama because that's her at that same age. True, false, or eh? True. True. True? Okay. True. I did that with my wife. Her mama looked good still. In her 50s, I was like, she's a winner. Pick her. Ooh, ooh, okay. All right. Uh, this is from Donna. Uh, she says, shout out to Donna, too. Everybody, if uh, anybody listening over there, they'll be... Uh, from Chills. Shout out to everybody at Chills Lounge. This is from Donna. Nobody cheats harder than a guy with his woman in his profile pic on social media. True, false, or eh? You gotta ask Kat on that. I think she hates this segment, too. I, I'm, I'm, gonna go with, I'm gonna tell Donna I think it's true, but that's just me. <laughs> Kat, what you think? True, false, or eh? Eh. Yes, baby, I'm gonna go yeah, I wouldn't put it past. Yeah. All right, this is uh Oh yeah, I forgot who sent this in, but you meet a girl that apologizes, admits she's wrong and changes her way. She is a man. True, false, or and man. Women don't do that. I think it's in their DNA. So it's true? Yeah, she's a man. Absolutely, that's true. Guaranteed. 
Cats again. <laughs> yeah, check, check her Adam's apple. <laughs> well, you know they got a, the surgery to shave that down now, so you can't even do that. Hey, now this it is. Sound it, like, it doesn't sound like you want a woman at all. It sounds like you want a golden retriever. Like you want somebody to do what he wanted. Hey, this is an interesting one. It's from Lashawn. Uh, no man or woman should say that they are gay without at least trying to be straight before you claim you're gay true false or eh. actually she said it no woman should say she's gay without having some dick but i just uh specified it for her what y'all think true false or eh? no comment <laughs> why not lgbt ain't running up on me oh stop it it's a, it's a, it's a good question I, I thought it was interesting what you think cat I don't think this individual understands how homosexuality works. It's a woman. I don't care if it's a frog. It doesn't understand how homosexuality works. I'm a, that's like saying, I know you don't like fish, but I'm going to make you eat it a couple of times just to make sure. But how you know you don't like fish if you never had fish? Regardless of eating it or not, if I don't like it, I don't like it. That don't mean that I'm hate. Like, why do you have to change my likes and dislikes? I kind of, I kind of like that concept because, CB, how you know you don't like guys? You ain't never been with a guy, or have? No, but I know if I'm not, I know I'm not attracted to guys. That's two different. But how would you know? I, I, I know I don't see nothing attractive about your ugly ass. <laughs> 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 Did they shout out to you? Yeah, you ugly, motherfucker. I'm, I'm ugly too. Make it clear. <laughs> I was about to say I look like you, so right, <laughs> you yeah. must be ugly together. Yeah, y'all. But that see that that was your reaction, but then you're surprised that that's how I felt about that comment. Like your reaction is, I don't need to be with a man to know if I'm gay or not. So why does this individual feel like all women should have dick in order to know their sexuality? You know, CB a fucking homophobe. I'm not a homophobe, but what I'm saying is, yeah, I know. I'm not attracted to men, so that means that I don't need to try. But if, 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 if you, what, what? There's her answer. Her answer is this woman knows she's not attracted to men, so she doesn't need to try. The answer is on question. All right. All right. This is a basic one. Uh, the pussy is never yours, it's just your turn. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a man. It better not be if that's your wife. <laughs> you got a problem, boy. Well, it's just your turn for a long time. <laughs> it's yours if you got a turn for a long time. It's officially yours. He's, well, it's not. Well, here, here's the hit. Say it ain't never yours. It's hers. Oh, hit this righteous nigga go. <laughs> I was about to say that. Like it don't belong to you either. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Now here's a good one right here. Uh, this is from Tanil. Every guy has swabbed their kid's DNA to check if the kid is his. True, false, or eh? That's false. That's the big time. Stupid ass shit like that. Yeah, she dealing with some fucked up niggas. First of all, who in the hood got money to do the DNA test? <laughs> that costs like one sixty, don't it? Oh, I thought it was only fifty bucks. But I ain't never now, tried. If it's one sixty, that's cheaper than Jordan. Well, just because you got money from Jordan, don't mean you got money for DNA tests. There's a lot of people to get a DNA test. Somebody they'll have cereal, sale, detergent, grab you a DNA test. Mm. Mm. Hey, where y'all be hanging out? I don't know none of this stuff. 
I just right. ain't listen. I just raise kids. That's all I do. And this is the, you can buy drug tests as well. All right, this is the last one. This is the last one. This is. Can from, you get clean urine too, cat? All right, this is the last one. This is from Sly, and I uh, saw this. Nobody hurt. He's still uh, celebrating his birthday. Yeah, he so he's eating sushi right now. Man, uh, Sly, I'm disappointed. He says, nobody heart, this is in the group, nobody heart to be faster than a guy who lets his girl look at his look at a video on his phone. That's true. Yeah. Everybody know that motherfucker do anything on their phone. I'm just fucking <laughs> Googling something. Fun- you got your own phone. What's funny is, is that your phone could be scrubbed. You could be, you could have Bible verses on there. Your heart's still going to be fast. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That is a fact. What up, big dog? What's up with it, man? What up? What up, dog? That was this week's True Foster. And if you like it, keep sending some in. We'll read them on the show. All right. Welcome All right, back. Pause, pause for a second because the dog is in the house. I want to give a shout out to my man, dog, for making my birthday real, real bright by sending the the, uh, the cool slick back, pimp slip back preacher picture with my face on it. My Facebook page got a big kick out of it. I appreciate you, dog. Yeah, you really look like that nigga, too, man. What you say purpose with that? All right, man. I know we haven't seen each other in a few weeks, but uh, let's move on. Things that happen at black funerals that don't happen at white funerals. Come on, Sly. Give me one. Sex in the coat room. Sex in the coat room? Oh, I'll talk about the repass. My bad. The repass. I'm sorry. Damn. <laughs> What kind of funerals you going to? I need to go to this kind of funeral. The repass, you know, when they go back to the to the folks' house. Damn. All right, uh, mama, mama fall out in the front row, or baby mama jump in the casket. Oh yeah, yeah. I just finna say that too, bro. <laughs> Climbing in the casket, goddamn. Oh, you gotta wear blue because his favorite color was blue. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta bring a bottle because he likes to drink. He likes to push the casket with a nigga. Oh, shit. You ain't Hold like on. it. Hold on. I seen this new one they got now for the black funeral. They stuffed the nigga and put him in a chair. Oh, yeah. 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 Where do you see that at? Oh, <laughs> this it's on line, bro. I see oh, man, I'm done. Yeah, I'm hey. done with it. It had the motherfucker <laughs> at the card table something in it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> They get a talk table playing poker or some bullshit. Yeah, that's, y'all about to see that one too. They got a nigga stuck on the table playing something that happened at um, the black funerals that don't happen at white funerals. Like they, they over quick. They <laughs> over, they take you now. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell, they I got one for you. Now. And it's real simple. Just crying it, goddammit. You said what? Just crying it. Crying. <laughs> Just crying. See, white people don't cry at funerals. Yeah, no, they don't. Nah, re- they really don't, bro. I mean, it's one of the most peaceful transitions I've ever seen. <laughs> Seriously, they really do. That's because that's because the insurance man sit at the back of the um at, at the back of the capital. Hey, chair. you know how we got obituaries? They got like a postcard. That's it. He was born this day, dead today, and that's it. <laughs> Hey, hey, what Bernie Mac say? They got to sing them damn songs, be looking in your eyes and shit, trying to make you cry. <laughs> <laughs> they pick up that insurance. That hey, hold on, hold on. I got one. 
Not if y'all not married or if y'all just they, they call you the special friend in the obituary. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Special friend of 22 years, Diane. Hey, this happened at one of a funeral in my family, but it always seems to happen. My cousin always stands up. Who the hell is the bereaved family? We the Johnsons. <laughs> my cousin Vernon. Shout out to Vernon. Always get up. Who the hell is the bereaved family? In the back of the church. Like Vernon. All right, here go here go one. You're gonna have an altar call at the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, somebody, somebody uncle gonna always wanna preach. How about <laughs> how about the nigga that show up? There ain't nobody seen about twenty years. They want to talk. <laughs> Everybody looking around like, who is this motherfucker? <laughs> you gonna Wait, see that? Really you gonna see that one? That one? Your old uncle, him and his his lady friend, gonna have on matching leisure suits. <laughs> Hey, how about this? How about this? If the motherfucker from the South, but he lived in Chicago, they ain't gonna bury his ass for at least three weeks because they gotta wait for the whole family <laughs> to come up to Chicago. Niggas gotta get time off. Work. <laughs> Big mama out the hospital so they can have a funeral. Hey, you gotta have about 12 fish fries. Hey, by the time you see that motherfucker in the casket, you ain't gonna know who he is. He's been out so long. <laughs> so who the fuck is this? <laughs> hey, man, we ain't shit, man. <laughs> no, no, you know what's the worst? When the motherfuckers say, we, if people wanna come up here and talk, we're gonna take a couple people. Yeah. Seven motherfuckers up there next to you. You know, you turn around. It's 22 motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, we want to keep this quick. Uh, just a couple words. Motherfuckers up about five minutes. And then your ass tell them they got to go to that. Hey, 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 sing a song yeah. on top of this, Hey, what you say, y'all? They going to sing a song? Hell yeah. Hey, Stan, something that happened. Poem I wrote. Something that happened at a um, um, uh, <laughs> black funeral that don't happen at a um, white funeral. Is that they are? Uh, they be uh, piecing out the obituaries. Like you, hey, only one per family. You gotta make sure you sign the book. Everybody, nah, if you ain't, if you ain't coming in, then get the obituary. Or, or a, a fly. Or they only got so many in color. Oh <laughs> they only got God. fifty in color. We going back. We going back to the third. Hey, hey, man, y'all crazy. Man, y'all do this shit. Just funny. Hey, you know another thing? Hey, motherfucker, show up with that spray-painted T-shirt on, though. With the motherfucker who's dead, we about four or five motherfuckers with spray-painted shirts. Hey, they gonna come up there and do a dance and shit? They gonna come with their footwork in front of the casket? Hell yeah. Hold on, hold on. They, they- ignorant about driving to the cemetery. Why we got a number one take a quick 15 lights while we drive yeah, to the you ain't lying about that, cat. Or, or is, that, is that one uncle in that big fan want to block the whole street off for everybody every time? <laughs> or you going to have a fight. You going to have a fight after the funeral about who get the ride in the limo. Uh. <laughs> Oh, wait, wait, you get in that funeral, then you gotta sit through him. them. Hey, you gotta sit through them praise dance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll tell you. Hey, man, y'all funny as hell. Hey, they loved our best of, man. That best of when we did with the improv shit. 
Hey, we do not write this shit. Well, I haven't <laughs> spoken to these motherfuckers. This shit, I'm cracking up, y'all. <laughs> hey, hey, they gonna bring, they gonna bring, they gonna bring Shorty in on their shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I tell you what, if that motherfucker part of fraternity, they gonna be a step show, goddamn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Before the Paul Barrels put his ass back in the goddamn, um, in the hearse. Hey, man. You ain't lying, cat. You ain't lying. I tell you what, you might see some niggas outside firing off a couple rounds in front of the church. Oh, man. Man, God dang. Oh, man, we could do this shit all day. We got a guest calling in. That shit was funny as hell. Those are things that happen at black funerals that never happen at white funerals. I'm telling you, I've been to a couple white funerals. Peaceful. Come in. I swear, the funeral's only 20 minutes. 20 minutes. And it was right at the it was right at the burial. The funeral and the burial was at the same place. That's it. All that shit. Man, hell no. Nah. They do get it in and get it out. Get it in and get it out. Bro. That's how they do church, though. That's, that's how they do church. Man, you know, we, we, we really try to drag it on and get niggas get old, you know, like just make it harder on the family, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. And they always, serious, always hey, dog, it's always somebody that gonna sing that one song. They gonna have everybody in there crying and, you know. Oh, here, here you go, ACB. The preacher gonna try to preach little man man into heaven. <laughs> hey. uh. Who, who want to be saved? <laughs> no, no, I'm saying the boy that lived the hellish life in some kind of way, he going to preach and he going to rise above that casket and be ascending to heaven. Like, oh, he's going to preach a sermon and get on. Hey, hey, CB, back to what you said. I've been to funerals the past. I had to look on the paper on the obituary to find out who died. Like, he got a little, he a, he a guest pass. Ain't got no real pastor. This pastor came with the funeral. You don't know the family, the deceit. Just praying for man, man. You don't know man, man. I'm nobody. Oh man, what you about hey, to say? Like CB said, though, you know it's that one motherfucker that want to sing a song at the funeral, and you know that motherfucker usually can't sing. Can't sing worth a damn. Hell no. <laughs> just be up there. Hey, hey say what everybody say. Everybody be like, just take your time. <laughs> <laughs> The church that's singing Kelly Price is morning. Like, I'm gonna miss you, right? Yeah. Hey, Cat, they done got, they, hey, Cat, like that Steve Harvey joke, they done got, they done got R&B songs mixed up with the gospel songs. They done, they done confused the two and shit. <laughs> we know what they singing no more. They singing John Queese at the funeral. That's all they know. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm, look, I'm looking forward to that funeral. I ain't, I ain't heard nothing it, that young. Ooh. Fellas, your voice deserves to be heard. Speak up and speak out. With the E2 movement on Inside the Cave. Hashtag E2. Alright, here we go. Alright, this is the He2 movement. Now, this is the reason why we're doing this, man. Now, recently, for those that just uh just got into this world uh and found out Joe Biden is running for president. And because he's running for president, a lot of people have brought up things that he has done in the past that made them feel uncomfortable. Never mind the fact this man was an eight-year vice president. Never mind the fact this man was in the Senate for 32 years. But all of a sudden now, 
women have said they felt uncomfortable by him. And uh, you know what? That's their right. They didn't say he sexually assaulted them or made them sexually feel wrong. He just made them feel uncomfortable. Well, today for the for the Heat Too movement, us men are going to tell women some things that you all do that make us uncomfortable. And I know some of you all think it's innocent, but guess what? It makes us uncomfortable. Like, for instance, if your name is not Cat, all right, I'm, I'm telling everybody, if your name is not Cat and we are not related, I don't care how cool we are, whether we work together, whatever we do, if you see me out with my family and I look past you or act like I don't know you, don't come up with me and speak. Don't do that. You're going to make me uncomfortable. Don't do that. If your name is not Kat, you, you do not have the right to talk to me in front of my wife and kids. Because now I got to explain to my wife who this bitch is. And she ain't going to want to hear that it's just innocent. It's a bitch. Sorry. That's just the way it is. Y'all got things that that women do to make y'all feel uncomfortable. All right, nigga, stop. You going on? You dragging this shit out, nigga. Right. to the point. Sorry, I had to get that off my chest. Yeah, you, you just had to say the word bitch, didn't you? <laughs> you, you just couldn't wait to say that. They said yeah. that nigga coming off, coming off vacation, goddamn. He's been, been waiting to get it up. Yeah, he ain't said bitch in three weeks. Listen, don't wear leggings in front of us. You make us uncomfortable. Don't wear leggings. Not me. Don't do that, especially if I'm with my woman. You don't have a right to do that. Anybody else got any? Hey, hey, hey. It's time to go on to the next topic, man. I, I have one. Go ahead, bro. Thank you. You said don't like nothing. Wait, wait a minute. The look man said he was going to win. One second, bro. One second, bro. This nigga come on. Go on the motherfucking way about what make him uncomfortable. He yeah. got about four or five things to make him uncomfortable. Ain't told us shit. It's an email. It's an email. What the fuck is going on, bro? Shut the ass up. Like, for instance, let me tell you this story. Said I joined Facebook. Look, look, I joined Facebook when I first joined Facebook. I don't want to hear that shit. All right, cool. Well, we got listeners that do. They said, said we don't do this. I don't do this show for you. We do it for me. I know you don't. What you? What you? Does anybody? Did anybody ask you to hands up? It's in the email. Oh, I ain't read that part. No, okay, good. What you got, bro? Um, <clears throat> don't don't hug me in church. I, I, oh, yes, yes. Don't don't no church hugs. Back up, <laughs> back back up. I so don't, where, where are they allowed to hug you at? You don't hug me at all, but definitely not in church. I don't play that. Cat taking notes. Here's another one. If your name is not Cat, don't say hat. This is the reason why I had to get like not be active on Facebook. All of a sudden, it's my birthday. And people who I ain't seen in 20, 30 years, happy birthday, CB, HBD, boo. Oh, we got to hang out again. We need to do this again. Wait a minute, motherfucker, I ain't seen you in 20 years. The last time I saw you, you didn't even like me. Now, all of a sudden, I'm boo and I'm all this. No, don't do that, because now I got to explain to my family who thinks I'm a pretty good husband who this bitch is. Don't do that. You make me uncomfortable. All right, I got another one. <clears throat> don't refer to me. Nothing other than I don't care what re- what our relationship is, bro, homie, bro, right, or cuz. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, you can't you can't call me boo, bae, none of that. None of that. And women do that shit. Yeah. Well, just a figure of speech. Nope, makes me uncomfortable. Makes me uncomfortable. 
You got that cat? <laughs> you got that? <laughs> cat taking notes. Don't call me honey. None of that. If I decide to make you my friend on social media, on my personal page, don't take seductive pictures and post them. Now, I don't know how I do, I might enjoy them, but you make me uncomfortable. <laughs> He's a pervert. <laughs> <laughs> so when, I tried, when I tried to tell him to knock this shit off and go on about his goddamn dick, he was right He's, a, He's a pervert. Cat, you got that? We're going to move on. <laughs> you got that? <laughs> did, you, did, you, did you learn everything, Cat? Sometimes y'all be doing shit to make us uncomfortable. I'm just letting you know. Okay. If you if you if you are if you are if I'm following you on social media yeah. and you are an upstanding young lady talking about you ain't got no booty pics or nothing like you know what I mean bikini shots none of that let let's do a better job of taking care of the cleavage it makes me uncomfortable let's, makes let, me uncomfortable yeah. yeah let's use them shirts with the little fake shirt in front of it yeah. let, let's do let's do a better job of that that yeah. makes hey, me- hey I got a question for Rowan CB yeah. Have you niggas ever seen the unfollow button? <laughs> I don't think that's on my phone, uh, big dog. Hold on, what's the hold on? What's the point? What's the point of unfollowing? God damn it, you say you offended, god damn it, don't be looking. I didn't no, no 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 don't put words in my mouth. Never said offended, young man. Said uncomfortable. I said uncomfortable. Thank you. Same thing. Nigga, this damn conversation make me uncomfortable. <laughs> Got a problem? Need some advice? Send your questions and problems to Cat for Cat's Corner on Inside the Cave. Right, here we go. This is Cat's Corner. Don't forget, we got a special guest. Uh, what's that kid's name? What's the guy's name? Daquan. Daquan Rawls calling in uh, right after this segment. All right, here we go. This is Cat's Corner. You want to send, participate in Cat's Corner? Send it in inside the cave podcast at gmail.com. This is from Sly, and it's not from Sly from Inside the Cave, I promise you. Uh, my girlfriend doesn't trust me. Hmm, let's see why his girlfriend doesn't trust me. Last Saturday at the Cheesecake Factory, my girl and I went to dinner, and she accused me of flirting with the waitress. She was fine. And while we were leaving, a girl who works out at LA Fitness waved at me, and I waved back. She was with a date as well, just like I said. Soon as we got in the car, my girl went completely off on me, asking me, who are all these bitches? Just like I said. See, she said, I've accepted that you are married, but I'm not going to deal with all these other hoes. Sounds like a great guy. I keep telling her she has to trust me and that there isn't anybody else. I know a lot of women, but I used to play ball and I'm very popular. She knew this from the beginning. She threw a real monkey wrench at me later when she said she might be pregnant, but I think she's saying this because she doesn't trust me. How did I get myself in this mess? Because it seems like every woman I meet has trust issues. I keep telling her, don't bring your drama from your past around me because I didn't hurt you. So I just leave her alone and work things out with my wife. I'm like a great guy. Is this real? Yeah, I'm not. I don't want to involve myself in this. This is foolish. <laughs> 
She like, well, I ain't say nothing about your wife. Like, bitch, so a known cheater, you trying to demand faithfulness from a cheater. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you can't prove that, though, okay? You don't know what kind of relationship him and his wife got. So just stick with the... I know, I know that's how it don't okay, but if he was to drop dead tonight, the sad chick gonna have to call a wife to come get this <laughs> <laughs> You don't know. Let's just stick with the facts, Kat. We don't know what it is. Think about if she like him or not. That's still his wife. And if he has a wife, and now he trying to tell the girlfriend, I'm going to be faithful. Like, she, she's a real, real dummy. She's a real big fool. Like, that's me. That's that's like me trying to trust somebody who stole something for me. You know, that's like, yeah. <laughs> but don't do me dirty. That's, that's, this is all so foolish. I, I, I don't know what is he, he, is he asking, like, should he go back to his wife? Is this the real question he said? <laughs> <laughs> this was the question. Yeah, that's the question. Should he just leave the side chick alone and work things out with his wife? I think he should leave her. Like, I think he should leave <laughs> her. You know, like maybe he should expound, expound himself bigger than just this relationship issues, and maybe he should leave, like, you know, the United States. Maybe he should move to Bali or something. Like, he needs a break because he doesn't understand how this works. Like the way the way karma is set up. Like you can't spit on somebody and then get mad because you get shit on. Like you 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 can't you can't ask somebody for trust if you're a if you're a liar like that's impossible yeah how about you just answer the man question instead of talking about it man? I mean, come on you, you don't know all that about him this is stick to the facts all right well the facts are he's <laughs> he should not be dealing with any side chicks and i'm concerned about his wife oh man you're not helping you all did right, a real uh, good job a couple weeks ago but you're not helping this guy you got anything girl yeah. Um, I, I, are, you, are you so interested in him because you wish you were him? Because I think that's every man. I think every man would love to have an argument with their sad chick. You know, like, I don't think men like arguing with their wives, but I think the drama that comes along with a side chick is like, like crack to some guys. Like, it's bad for your health, but you can't help it. I'm if sorry. Gonna, freak, I don't I know what you're doing. Is that, is that the same? Is that the same? Is having sex without a condom with a with a twenty dollar hoe? I mean, to me, because the odds are very good. Like at the end of it, that doesn't make any sense. If it don't make money, if it don't make your family prosper, then why are you doing it anyway? First of all, and if you're going to be extra and have a side chick, why is she confused as to her place? Maybe your orientation wasn't very good with her, and you should start back at the base basics, but. She has to understand that she's not your wife. She's not a, a not a woman in your life that can make decisions for you. Yeah, because you steady blaming him. The problem is her. You know, she she don't she don't she don't trust him, and, and he hasn't and given her any reason not to trust her. Well, here like, we could blame it on her, but at the end of the day, he's inviting the drama. He's asking for it. So, like, so, so let me get this straight. We got a guy that's married that has a side piece and mm-hmm. every female that he meet you say got trust issues yeah. am I following that correct? yeah yeah he get kill yourself started <laughs> well let, let's let's look at it let's look at it from a serious perspective as if we were really trying to Shit, I am serious no no for real 
he's 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 very very clever and i think cat is on to something with these guys who are into this drama they they do this on purpose right but it seems like the brother should actually leave his wife alone because apparently he he cannot um stop messing with women and if you're gonna if you're gonna obtain a side chick right your game should be tight i mean you have to you have to put the side chick in a position that she knows that she's in meaning i'm gonna mess with random women but you might you my bottom chick i got my wife and i got my bottom chick. so basically he got him he got him a a, a bottle of henny anything any anything he got blue label game but he got budweiser game his game is trash so just leave the wife alone man and just do your single thing Bro, you got that shit all wrong, bro. I was just trying to help. This brother got a side piece and a wife on the side. What it sound like? He said side. <laughs> that that's not okay. I buy that. Like I said, he need to leave the wife alone. Cause cause if, if the wife you playing with lies, you know what I mean. Like the the wife don't know she a side wife. How you she, know that she don't? That's what I'm saying. Y'all don't know that. Hey, I know one damn thing. What? What type of man have a side chick that he gonna argue with? Thank you. Side chick ain't supposed to bring drama. Now nah, they y'all getting confused with a side chick and a mistress. Hey, it's all the same. Whoever on the side, goddamn it, I don't know why he explaining to Bro, the side piece. I'm in my late forties. I don't know what these new age side chicks is. So side chick, mistress, whatever you want to call it, the female need to know her position. And one thing is not causing you grief. You supposed to be sliding over her house to watch the game and relax and get the temples rubbed and your feet rubbed and and and, 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 and the BJ. Like, come on, man. You don't go to the side chick to argue about stuff. Hey, man, this dude is out in public on dates. Thank you. With this the side chick. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Like you said, why are you arguing with a side piece? He got the game all wrong. Hey, he deserves all the goddamn hitting. Goddamn, what is in his wife? I hope we have realized the This guy is his own fucking problem. The side piece and the wife made the issue. I, I think, yeah, I think I'm with dog. Give him a kill yourself and start over. Wait. Like, how are all your side hoes concerned about each other? I don't understand how, like, that happens. The universe ain't that big. But I'm just saying, how do all your bitches run to each other on the same night? Like, the same restaurant. They live in a small town. <laughs> It's the project. That's what it is. It's unfortunate. We got to... You can kill yourself and start over. Yeah, we got to... There's got to be some sort of... You can't write that as being like that. This should be some type of protocol. He out his cell. Crazy. Uh, I, I don't think he's that bad of a guy. <laughs> <laughs> Go figure. Vicariously through ignorance. Like... Roland was about to touch on in his real life. I, and maybe that'll be our closing thing. Beware of people who need drama. There are a lot of adults out here who equate and associate love with turmoil for some reason. They associate, uh, wouldn't do all that if he didn't love me. Like a lot of people associate drama 
with a stable relationship. And that is the first sign of an unstable individual. And anybody who puts you in the position of drama is people you want to avoid. It sounds like you guys are made for each other. She's all right with your wife and her only complaints are your other side and she's like, maybe y'all made for each other. But, you know, you, you, you have to maybe check yourself about how do you understand like love and peace? Like, I think I'm, I'm asking you guys, I guess, like, isn't peace something that you want in a relationship? Like, I don't understand how you get married and then create turmoil. But I just told you this dude that has not coming from his wife without a condom on. Like that's that's like they like risky behavior. That's that's crazy. I don't get it. But the the turmoil is not coming coming from his wife. It's coming from his his chick. No, no, no. It's coming decision making. It's coming from the chick. It's his choice. I'm sure. I'm sure she's not like stalking him. I'm sure. He's taking her out to eat, like Big Dog said, in public. So, obviously, you can't you know, prove that. She might have took him out. <laughs> Either way, he went, goddamn. <laughs> this is 2019. He, she might have took him out. <laughs> All I know is that nigga signed up for that shit. Man, say it again. He broke rule number one. <laughs> like, it's like uh, the 10 crack commandments. Like, rule number seven. So never take your side piece out. Like, could, can we wrap that? Like, if we get the top ten things not to do with the side chick, never, never take a picture with your side chick. Take all phones. Make sure the lights is out. You ever see that that one video where the dude was in the closet or something, and she took the <laughs> she went to take the picture and he turned the light out. <laughs> Big Dog's Old School Mini Mix. Throwing it, throwing it back throwing it. on Inside the Cave. Y'all already know. All right, here we go. Welcome back to Inside the Cave. That was a John Singleton Mini Mix. R.I.P. to John Singleton. Uh, we'll play that again at the end of the show. Our next guest is damn near uh, another Cat's Corner since we just finished that segment. Uh <laughs> For real, for real. Uh, Want to say welcome to Inside the Cave, Daquan Walls. Carla, you there? What's up, man? What's going on, y'all? How y'all feeling? How y'all living? How y'all breathing? What's good, going good. on, man? Breathing right. you, good. You call yourself the Robin Hood of the sneaker goods. Yeah, that was the moniker that was dawned on me. So, well, Goat Killer was mainly the one dawned on me. The Robin Hood of sneaker goods sounded a little bit better from my end. So I said, let me roll with that one. Smart move. Hey, so man, what the hell did you do, man? What's going on? Because the article well, I read, you know, the article I read about you, I'm wondering how the hell you even calling into this show. So, what the hell's going on? <laughs> well, look, it's always good to know that you have your first offense, and they was you was able to get away scot free. So that's the situation I'm in. The okay. fact that I'm not a career criminal is the reason why I'm able to talk to y'all now. Yeah. Without hearing a collect message that's recorded beforehand, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, because Riker Island ain't no hoe, man. So I'm glad you ain't calling. Nigga, you ain't never been to Riker's Island. Nah, but I've seen documentaries. I've seen Listen, documentaries. There's plenty, there's plenty of stories behind New York's boldest walls over there in Riker's Island. Trust exactly. me, I have a lot of friends in there, so I know. Man, so what's but, up, man? Um, what happened, man? Get. Yeah, I just I just committed a little deed that's uh, illegal in uh, New York and New Jersey. If you want to minimize it down to that, but 
when it comes down to it, I just I'll say this: it was an act of valor, but it was a criminal activity. I did rob Goat and Flight Club's warehouse. Why? Well, the why aspect is not because I was an ex-employee that was, you know, out for blood or upset that I was fired. It was me saying, look, I don't like how the structure of the sneaker retail system or resale system is, is structured now. So I found the opportunity for me to, I guess, send the message to an extent. You know, it was irrational and it was morally and ethically stupid on my end, especially for me to have a clean record. But... I just said, you know what? I woke up one Friday in October and I said, I'm going to go do this. And once I do this, I have to take accountability for the, the repercussions and circumstances that may come negatively towards me. But as long as my intention is good, which it was, to break bread around with people that can't afford these sneakers at these prices, then I'll, I'll be the one to take the bullet for it. So that's what I did. Hey, bro, bro, hold on, CB. For people, we, we got a lot of listeners in, in a lot of different areas and some rural areas. Everybody ain't from the NYC. So can you break down what GOAT and Flight Club is and how that system is structured? Well, GOAT and Flight Club, well, Flight Club was, a, I guess, a, a private-owned resale company. It started out, of, I think, 20, I think 2009 or 2010. Um, so it's been around for a while and GOAT recently, which is an online resale consigning company, recently bought out Flight Club last March. So I was a Flight Club employee. I worked in the store and then a part of the merger, Flight Club went under the GOAT umbrella. So a part of that, I found the opportunity to move up in the company with us moving our inventory into the GOAT warehouse. And I asked my managers, I said, can I do be the shipping specialist at this warehouse? Because the original flight club employees that worked out of the gold warehouse doing the shipping and handling, they were complaining about the job. And I said, look, I'm here doing a two-man job easily. So they gave me a trial run and they hired me and promoted me to that position. And from... Um, I believe March 2018 to June 2018 is the, the time elapsed where I was a shipping specialist out of the warehouse. So how's that system How's that system of resale work? Well, as far as the system, um, you have some signers that come in and they'll bring in bulks of sneakers. Some of them have contracts with, you know, certain stores or certain companies like Nike or Adidas and they'll come in and they'll resell them. So they'll get a wholesale price for the sneakers. Some of them of which are high-end, popular sneakers, and they'll use Flight Club or Goat as the middleman to facilitate the selling of the sneakers. And now, how that setup is, they'll they'll set a price, and Flight Club and Goat would you know try to find a price that's reasonable to where they'll make their money, their split, and the customer can get their split. Now, when you first when you first because I'm familiar with it, I. I I, I keep sneakers, and so I, I just sold. I just sold a ton of shit. I use stock X a lot. It sounds like you said at the top, though, just a few minutes ago, that they got relationships directly with Nike. So, what, are you saying Nike will sell directly to Light Club or Goat? No, they'll sell to co- like consigners, like people okay, that are right coming that'll bring I, their sneakers to Flight Club and go. So you like, like they'll have pot- that, they, that they sold the Nike. Did. That's why I asked. I know how to consign how to hold the stick. So I'm familiar with Flight Club and the one in LA too. And, uh, 
But it, I, I, no, just, it's not I just want to ask that question because it sounds like that's what you said. No, it's not. Like, Flight Club and GOAT, they'll have contracts with Nike and Adidas for, like, sneakers that, like, are not as popular that would maintain that resale. But, you know, Flight Club and GOAT will raise the prices on these sneakers. Like, say, for instance, a pair of Adidas campuses, you know, Adidas will probably sell it to them for a wholesale price just to get it off quicker because they have a surplus of paid the Adidas campuses and Flight Club would sell them they'll add a little bit more on top of the price or they'll keep it at retail just to facilitate it so Flight Club is basically the facilitating hub of selling sneakers same as GOAT so just to keep the flow of, of business and getting the sneakers out cleanly so it's like the middleman like it's the drug game really right. you go to the plug you go get the work and then you as the middleman you get your workers, and then you distribute your work. You'll chop it down and distribute your work, and then you'll flip the money. So that will flip the work, and you'll get your, your money. So that's basically what it is now. You know, so in this circle, so in this circle, the shoe store isn't involved in this at all. In regards to what I did, or in regards no, to how the, the structure is, the structure, this particular structure that you was involved in, the, the local Foot Locker, or say I own a shoe store I don't have I don't deal with goat or flight club no not not if I'll give you an example if I'll give you an example from a, a regular customer standpoint that just goes out to you know general releases at flight I mean at Foot Locker and Foot Action or Jimmy Jazz they'll go and buy multiple pair of high end sneakers from Foot Locker Foot Action and Jimmy Jazz they'll get a bulk pair and then they'll go to Flight Club or go and sell them through there and resell it at you know, astronomical prices. Now, in regards to the actual stores, um, they'll do like sometimes store transfers. Like if you're a mom and pop sneaker store and you just want to get the sneakers off that you have too much of, you'll go to Flight Club, you'll go to go to sell them. So like I said, they're the facilitator. They're, they're, they're the John Stockton, they're the Steve Nash of it. You know, of pushing it. It's just the prices is just crazy on these sneakers that are retail. So, so you worked at the store and you stole the shoes and you sold them for a self gain. That's what you're saying. I sold them under retail. I what I did was I took half and I gave half away, and the other half I sold under retail at a hundred dollars. Hey, and these what? are off white. These are Yeezys. These are these are popular sneakers that are worth quote unquote in, in this realm and it's sneaker and hypey's realm at four, five, six, seven hundred dollars. Right, right. Sometimes a thousand dollars. And I had them in my possession and I I took it as let me devalue these sneakers and bring it back to what this having a sneaker means. Rather than just looking at it at a dollar sign. You know what's crazy? Hey Ro, I knew a guy back in the day that used to work at Foot Locker. And he used mm -hmm. to steal and rip off Foot Locker. I mean, crazy. I'm talking about took the whole warehouse. Mm -hmm. I don't know whatever happened to that guy. I think he amounted didn't amount to too much of shit. But I mean, <laughs> story, come on, don't shit, don't shit on him. He probably listening now. He probably told oh, yeah. him. He probably listening. I'm with the Yeah, he probably listening. <laughs> he was like, oh, you giving this dude a platform, and I I was the originator of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute! Did he just did he just admit a oh. felony on last no, radio? We'll deal with him later. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but listen, 
I, I, I see what you're saying. But take me, take me, take me back to the beginning. Like, what? When did you have the epiphany to like, you know what? Enough is enough. I mean, did you, were you still working there? Uh, well, when still, I was still working, working at the warehouse or what? No, well, the timeline is I started working for Flight Club in September of 2017, and I was fired June 2018. So I was there for about an eight, nine-month gap, and I worked at the actual store. And even just being in the stock room at the Flight Club store, I just I just had a taste for how the system was in regards to, like, people are really coming in here and spending this money on sneakers that cost pennies on a dollar overseas to make. And, you know, Nike and Adidas and Under Armour and, and New Balances are already making a profit margin at triple digits, just selling it at retail. So now you have another entity that's like tripling and quadrupling that. I understand the supply and demand complex. I understand business. But it comes to a point where it's like these brands solidified themselves already in regards to the popularity, how many people are going to invest into the business in, in regards to buying their the merchandise so it's like make it unlimited merchandise for everybody to purchase so I, that just started to brew and brew not maliciously but as i worked in it, like i started to view it from a different perspective and me being a sneaker lover prior but for me spending it at retailing and actually liking the sneaker and not trying to sell it for more i just grew it to taste the taste for it so it grew and grew i would say sporadically in the stock room that looks you know I don't know why people go crazy for these niggas. I don't really care about sneakers anymore. So then when I got inside the warehouse and I was shipping from the warehouse, you know, I had my shipping routine and everything was running like clockwork. Like I had, I have no ill intent with the company at all. You know, business is business, but I'm, I'm a martyr. Like my personality, I don't mind going against authority, even if it's at my own expense. And I've done that prior jobs. I've done that, you know, in, in certain life situations. So this was just like, all right, I I am a sneaker fan, but not how it is now. It's like people don't even look at it from a standpoint of, all right, I'm buying these sneakers because it's going to make me feel good. Like, it, they, this is going to collaborate with my outfit. I'm going to coordinate my outfit with it. Now it's just like they're seeing a dollar sign. Well, let, yo, me ask, so, let, me, let me ask you this. So it sounds like to me now, me and Sam kind of, we kind of dove into the subject. He kind of brought me up on the ends and outs. I know it more from a Nike corporate level. I'm not down with this secondary market. So he really hit me to some things. Now, prior to our talk, I had no idea. And I thought that might've been the angle you were going. It sounds like to me that you had more of a beef with the secondary market not necessarily Nike, who doesn't seem to make profit off of the secondary market's markup. Am I correct in assuming that? No, Nike and Adidas doesn't necessarily make a profit off of it. It's just these secondary markets that just overcharge. But Nike and Adidas still allow it, you know, but how they allow it is just so subliminally. It's like, we're going to make a limited amount of pair of sneakers. So they're, they're aiding to the, the problem. They're enabling it by making limited supply. No, Knowing is, that... Oh, go ahead. I ain't mean to huh? go, ahead. go ahead. I thought you was done. Go ahead. I ain't mean No, no, no. So it's like, let's put it, put this logic in perspective. There's way more people on this planet that can afford $200 retail after they 
invested in themselves and took care of their financial obligations and tucked away money to save. And then $200 is the only amount they probably had to spend on themselves to like enjoy the fruits of their labor after everything's taken care of. Then there is a people that can spend four, five, six, seven, eight hundred, sometimes a thousand dollars on sneakers up front. That's at a limited quantity. And you got to look at it like these people that do spend that money on these sneakers at retail prices, they don't even want to do it. So you have someone like me that are speaking out for the people that don't want to say nothing because they don't, as much as they'll spend it, they don't mind spending it, they don't want to spend that money. So if I can rattle the feathers a little bit and, you know, potentially in a cordial manner, get in these boardrooms and find a medium so we can rectify the situation so, so everybody can have an opportunity. Yeah, but you think popular. they're gonna hear you from after you just ripped off their whole inventory? Like, I don't. You think you think anybody wants? No, to but it's a, but my the, the the problem is not me going that flight club or go. They would just, I guess, collateral the damage. opportunity for me. Yeah, they was the damage for me. Like for me to go at them the way I did to to you know get the message across. I could have took the long route and just you know, probably get more inf- information in, you know, the sneaker realm and rub shoulders with people that actually have positions that I can talk to. But this was laid out for me to, for me to do it. And how I can correlate my story and, and show validation of, of what I did is that I don't have no sneakers to show for it. I have one pair of sneakers that I kept from myself out of this whole situation. Every which one of them I gave away and sold under retail. So I could have been a selfish dude and spin the story like I'm trying to, you know, do something as an act of valor and be a martyr in this martyr in this situation and still keep sneakers that I stole from them and make it seem like I'm really doing something genuine. But instead I gave sneakers away. So like, this, my, this, is my two away. Fold, this is my two fold question here. One, you say uh with the with the markup, like part of the markup, part of the game is buying it itself and taking a consignment. But my also my thing is, you know, light club and goat employing individuals, some people, especially if you're working at the brick and mortar, you being employed, your neighborhood dude being employed, that part of that markup covers salaries. So that's that, that markup kind of helps keep job flow in the community. And number two, when we because we, we had this discussion a long time ago, like shit, a couple mm-hmm. years ago, when we were talking about why won't Jordan just lower the price and make more. Think about it. Mm. Everything, any style, any fashion that got played out, got played out because it ended up being too much out there. Right. Mm. That's exactly why a lot of Jordan sitting now. A lot of stuff you can get. At the Jordan to come out this Saturday, you can get it for 30% off in about a month because they overproducing it. And now that there's too much out here in, in, in the system, people like, shit, I don't want it. Not everybody got it. You know that feeling of walking into a party, walking into a spot, and being the only nigga in there with them certain type of shoes on. That's the vibe. But always, if you want to get fly, you want to get fresh, you always going to want that. Mm. But there's nothing wrong of having the same of, of what everybody else has on because everybody has their own individual staff. Now, getting back to the, the, the two-part question you said, yeah, it pays a part of the salary. So then I'll put this in perspective. If you are going to mark up these prices, create a, a, a plan in which if I am going to pay this, can I have some type of investment or like with a part of the pricing that I'm paying, can I take out some stock in the company that's supplying this, this, this sneaker? Then I would be. Then I would. I would feel even better, you know, actually spending the money. 
because at least I'm investing into a company instead of me just buying outright a sneaker. Let me have some type of equity into it. I mean, because this, this so is basically what Fleet Club is. Fleet, Fleet Club is um my, my boy's store in Chicago. I mean, he's a resale sneaker store. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And, and he mm. be taxing niggas. Like, I, you go on the, on the on social media, they be mad about how he be taxing. But what he's, but his, his response is, if you can get them for cheaper, go somewhere else. This this is my price. If you don't like it, go somewhere yeah. else. So and that 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 business in a nutshell. But here it is. Now you have Nike and Adidas. These are multi-billion-dollar companies. They have the more more money, finances, revenue, and equity to make unlimited pair of sneakers to create jobs for the people that that have that feel like they want to open up their own sneaker shop. Rather than that. Allow them to get jobs inside of the, inside of these companies, because most of the time, people that are in these positions at Nike and Adidas don't know shit about these sneakers or the culture. The people that are opening up these sneaker stores and secondary sneaker stores know way more and way more qualified. So allow employment opportunities for them in these major companies, so they don't feel and and allow room for growth and and equity share in these companies, so they don't have to open up their own shops. They can take a piece of Nike and take a piece of Adidas and still contribute to these companies in like regards you, to creative. I like what you're saying, but let me ask you this. How close are you to making that happen with the, with your actions with your actions that you took? Because, I mean, are you, are you closer to that? It, the, the footwork is getting the story out and, and adding context to it rather than just feel, people having this perspective like, okay, this dude... His name is Daquan. He's from the Bronx. He's an ex-employee, and typecasting it is like, all right, he's just a, a destroyed ex-employee that just committed a crime. But that's why I'm going on these platforms, and I'm appreciative of these platforms allow me to add context because it just takes two ears and get it into the right two ears, so I can get to next to these people, and then from there I can move forward and discuss plans and ideas and implement them of these people of power whether it be through you guys because you can be the facilitators you y'all might know people that can get me in these boardrooms if somebody listening right now might be an employee at Nike or Adidas or New Balance and then we can create a system to where every it's equal opportunity buying of these sneakers because I'm not I'm not putting it in the sense of like um, how should I put it? Materialist, like materialism. This is more or less like, all right, buying sneakers are and enjoying sneakers are extension of our our self esteem. You know, once you already constructed your own self esteem, then once you buy external things like sneakers or clothes, you it, may, it just adds to it for you and it makes you feel even better. But when you start making prices as high as they are. Then you 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 put people you marginalize people and then you make people feel like they're in a in a, a, a classism like like subjected to a certain class. Yeah, but you know and it's what? Unfair. Earlier earlier you compare what you did to the dope game, and okay, let's let's just stay there. <laughs> you think you think you think drug dealers give a fuck about the people they selling their shit to? <laughs> I mean, yeah, now now because it takes time. With the dirt you do in the street, over time, you'll start to see the, the negative effects of it. Drug dealers now, it's not even real drug dealers out here. You're just doing it just to get a quick look. Before, dudes were actually, that 
it, it was politics behind drug dealing back in the day. Like, people would attempt, like, certain drug dealers would attempt to reinvest in their communities, whether invest in, like, basketball tournaments and basketball teams. Well, well it, it, was a part of, it was a part of cleaning their money, but in the same token, they were still... But well, it always goes receipt. back to the money, though. That's what it goes back. Yeah, but I, but I, I guess but my I'm question is, it does go. It, it it always goes back to the money. But there's more than enough money in this planet for everybody to have the same but amount. Me, yeah, but you counting somebody else's TV. money, though, bro. You counting somebody else's money. You telling them that you making too much money and you should be doing this, but I'm not just, at all. I'm, not I'm playing at all. devil's advocate. Because That's all I'm saying. I, I can't. I can't. I can't count someone's money when their money is already on a broad scale of people knowing it. That's why people go to them. They, they, people see it. People know Nike's a multi-billion-dollar company, but I'm not forcing them to tell them, "All right, you made enough money now, make it." No, I'm saying like, look, y'all already solidified. Like, well, how much more money y'all want? How much more power y'all want? Yeah, and, and it kind it helps them because the objective is to have more people wear your brand. So if you if there's seven billion people on this planet and you have the opportunity. To have seven billion people wear your shit and they can afford it, then that's then it, it, it's a win-win situation for everybody. Go oh, ahead, dog. What exactly Hello? are you trying to accomplish? I guess is what I'm asking. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. You hear it? What exactly yeah, are you trying to accomplish? Yeah. What you say? What exactly are you trying to accomplish? Bring every everything back to retail. And bring everything back to where when you see a fire sneaking in the store, like how we used to back in the day, and if you didn't have the money right then and there, you know that that sneaker's going to be there next week on the shelf for you. Rather than having to buy things through an app and then feel lost because you, you couldn't win on the, on the app or you, you got to buy a raffle to get online to buy the sneaker because it's a limited pair or you feel like you got to know someone that knows someone that could potentially try to get you a sneaker because they work in there. Let's get it back to where it's unlimited pair. Hey, hey, Daquan. But, but, but look, man, you talking about supply and demand. I mean, and and realistically, everybody's not going to be financially on the same playing field. So you're not going to be able to afford everything that the next person can afford. I think. Hold on. Let me. Can let me jump in there. And I mean, you have lots of different Nikes and and Jordans on the on the market. You just may not be able to get the retros. Yeah, but not everybody has the retro. You, like I said, you have, you have people rebuying these sneakers and just reselling them at higher prices. They're not even buying them to wear them. There's people no that never had the retro. Don't, you don't have to buy from me, though. That's what I'm, I, I guess I, I'm no, with you. No, 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 but CB, that's what he's saying. No, no, no. You're not understanding. It's not about they making it so limited. You can't buy from nowhere. It's almost at exactly. I'm not saying. It's not like these ain't all white Air Force Ones he's complaining about. Yeah, I want to fuck Maya. I really do. And I think that I, I deserve her, but she ain't for everybody. Like, I really why, want Why her. you not nag him all yourself? That's what I'm saying. You you feel that in yourself that you're marginalized. You can't get Maya. No, I'm going to get a bitch just Maya. like her, though. I might not be able to get her, but I can get a bitch just like her, though. You, once again, you just marginalize yourself again. You can get Maya. This is just an example. But don't feel like you can't because you're subjective to whatever situation that got you thinking that you can't. You can't. That, 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 terrible, that is a terrible analogy, man. We're talking about tennis shoes. And we're talking about a second, we're talking about Nike setting up a system 
that allows the, the secondary market to exist. So de facto, they're responsible for what Flight Club and GOAT does because they're only they're enabling it. a certain amount of shoes. And these people, the way said told me, there's dudes that's so good with this, they got bots that can buy six pairs of shoes two seconds before they go on sale. Dude, that this is, is what I'm saying. That has it's, nothing to do. I can have all the money in the world. But if I don't got to connect or if I don't have an in with a with a with a person who works there, or I don't have the money to buy the bot that can listen, this man, this almost levels on illegal. This oh. system is is almost a, y'all talking about something totally different than just buying tennis shoes, man. Bro, it's, you can't it, you can't it, tell somebody it, how much of their product they want to put out there. That's the whole no, thing they're doing. But, but 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 when you have the resources to make unlimited pairs, then why continue to like set people in, in, in boxes to where all right, this set of people can't afford it that, that can afford two hundred dollars, we're not gonna make that much for them. We're just gonna make limited pair because we know they're gonna resell them at, at crazy prices, it's gonna make them pay even more money for it. But this is the That's thing, though. This is my one case in point to that. I, I totally understand what you're saying, but we all know soon as everything come, becomes overly accessible, we no longer want it. Case in point are the Yeezys. When they first came out, when they first got with Adidas and dropped the high top to seven, uh, what was that? I think that was 750. 750. 750. Yeah. He dropped the, the new, the, the 350s, the low tops, the B2s and B1s, I mean, the B1s, rather, when they first came out, was super hard to get your hands on. They was reselling mm. for $1,000 a dozen. He came back with the B2s, and Yeezy said, I want everybody to be able to get Yeezy. Everybody get their hands on them, want to be accessible to everybody. Them shoes mm. were reselling to, for $1,000 to barely been, being able to break even. Why? Because now, look, wait, wait, wait. I'll rebuttal. it down the shoe. I'll rebuttal that. He only he only did that with certain pairs. Point in case, the cream white ones, um, the recent ones that came out, the inertias. So it's only certain pairs. It's not the ones that people really want. As soon as he as soon as they overproduced, everybody was like, man, fuck these shoes. Then as soon as they put that only made enough for four stores, everybody was ready to kill a person. Big Dog got a point. Everything has a limited edition. So you are cool with out of the 1,000 shoes they produce, having five pair be limited edition? Or you don't want no limited edition? Nothing. Why should it have to be limited edition? If it, it is, here's my thing on limited edition. Like, like with Jordan. If Michael Jordan signed his sneaker and it was like, uh, say, the Jordan ones, and he signed it, then I would consider that limited edition. But if it's just a regular Jordan that he probably won a game and you can make unlimited pairs of them, then I don't consider that limited edition. Why should it be? So if they limited make a thousand, if find a thousand of them, that's a limited edition. That, that would be, you know why? Because it's commemorative. That means that the, the actual person that whose namesake and whose, whose brand is on the actual sneaker actually took time out to sign it, if so, then I'll consider that limited edition. But I if you I make it something that, that what you think, dog? But if you dog <laughs> <Hey. laughs> hey, ain't feeling that shit. Hey, listen, man. Because I mean, just like Sid said, if you want to flood the market, man, ain't nobody gonna want them. Exactly. <laughs> Everything ain't for everybody. 
The thing with a limited edition, though, it creates a sense of urgency. And a sense of urgency creates a sense of hype. Hype is good for your brand. It's a, it's a, it's a model of a promotion for yourself without having to spend any money and, and keep your name out there. If somebody, t- if I tell you I got 20 shirts that I ain't never making again, you better come get them while they're hot. Everybody racing to get them. If I, if I got the shirts there every week, they, I get around to it eventually. And then I'm sitting there with a shelf on the product. Hey, Jay, I'm willing you, fam. I feel you. It's, 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 it's hard. It's, 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 it, it is, and I'm willing to take that risk on it. But as far as, like, limited edition pair, like like I said, if it isn't something that the actual name taker, the person didn't add any value to it, then I wouldn't consider that limited edition. Hey, Daquan. I'm check this out, though. I'm, I'm going to just say this before you go, CB. I mean, I like sneakers just like the next guy, but I ain't paying the markup. If I can't get them for the, if I can't get them for the regular price, you know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna buy. That's how I see. That's how I've grown to see it now. I'm just like, all right, I committed this act. I sent the message, and I actually did something positive behind the negative I did out of it. So now it's like I have to capitalize on the message that I'm sending, not advocating for deed because there's other positive ways to get your point across. But now that I put myself in a situation. How am I going to make positive of it? And I incorporated how I feel about how the culture is now. Hey, you know, this uh, culture was yeah, good. No, I just you know, I, I, this just to me, this is like the one, the one of the most silliest interviews we ever did because I used to collect basketball cards. I wanted a Michael Jordan rookie. No matter how many packs of basketball cards I bought, the Michael Jordan rookie card was never there. I got a different Michael Jordan. I never got the Michael Jordan rookie. That's the way the shit goes. Like, I don't see how we like. I don't see how we complaining and other. I mean, man, who we talking about anything else besides tennis shoes? I just yeah, think we put we put too much value in shit that don't mean nothing anyway. <laughs> あの、まあ、結局、結局、結局、結局、結局、結局、結局、結局、結局、結局、結局、結局、結局、結局、結局、結局、結局、結局、結局、結局、結局、結局、結局、結局、結局、結局、結局、結局、結局、結局、結局、
But I still would have got my point across. I think it's totally unfair. I've been on my Instagram, Inside the Cave Instagram page has been up long before the Cleves Report Instagram page. And for some reason, he gets 13, 14, 15,000 followers. And, and, and I don't understand that. Like, well, like, come on. I, I have my own. I have my own theory on social media. Social media is an algorithm. That's why you have to do certain things. You have to post certain things. You got to post at certain times. You got to put the right hashtag. All oh, it sounds like waiting in line for That's what it sounds like. You, my you point exactly. I can post the same picture you post. Right. And you probably get more likes than me, or I probably get more likes than you, but it's the same picture at the end of the day. And that's what I'm going with. It's the same sneaker. Why, put, why do I have to add certain things to it to, like, uh, mark up the price to it to make it at this, at that price? It's the same sneaker. So, why everybody can't get a thousand likes? It's the same picture. The baddest bitch on the planet can post a picture of a dirty ass gout toe. I can take a picture of my dirty ass gout because he's going to get more likes than me. It's the same foot and the same gout. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, you You want me to break down how it is now? It's the same. It ain't nothing different from you. Only thing different from you paying $2,000 on, on sneakers and you paying $200 on sneakers is the fact that you pay $1,800 more dollars than you. And I think anybody that spends a thousand dollars on a pair of sneakers is a new fool anyway. So I don't care who. I don't care who. But you know, but you know what's funny? I try not to make it. But it's not even us that's doing that. Yeah, I don't care who. I mean, no, but I'm saying like I'm talking about like of all else, like you know, of all ethnicities, from the Hispanic to the African American, it don't even be us most of the time. We'll scrap our last just to get spent five, six, seven hundred, sometimes a thousand dollars on a sneaker. It'll be it'll be ethnicities outside of ours because they, I, either they got the funds to do it accessible to them, or they have the access so they know somebody. Well, here's the million dollar question, Daquan. What you got left? What's up? I need a pair of fours, man. Oh. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the first question everybody asks. As soon as everybody, as soon as the story out, they like, yo, so you got something left? I'm like, no, man. I got my freedom. Well, let me ask That's you this. Let me ask you this. How'd you hear about Inside the Cave? Oh, I saw your podcast on, on iTunes. I took a listen to a couple of your episodes. And I, I like how intuitive all of y'all are. And y'all uh-huh. ask the questions that need to be asked. Y'all don't sugarcoat nothing. Y'all don't mind playing devil's advocate. And, you know, with what I'm trying to convey is needed because it, people want to make sense of what I'm trying to do. And I, I have the answers that I don't mind rebuttaling. So you were the perfect medium for me to reach out and y'all ask the perfect questions for me to rebuttal for to make sense of everything to add context so that's why my man uh, I appreciate that I'm, brother hey how can we help real talk how can we help you bro me and it's look if I can all I need is opportunity to get in the boardroom I'm not asking for any handouts or anything I'll do it on my own if I have but if y'all know anybody and it's not maliciously it's not with anger it's not with aggression I know how to conduct myself, I know how to intellectualize myself. But if y'all have the right person that are like directly affiliated with this company, you know, I can find a medium and I can get in these boardrooms and express a plan. My plan and how it can be mapped out so everybody wins, because that's what it's about. Then then if y'all can do that and facilitate it, then I would be appreciative of it. Because Same. a part Same. of my journey in doing this is making sure 
the platforms that allowed me to, to get on to express and share my story benefit from it just as much as everybody benefits from it. See, we know we know Ike. Ike works. Uh, he he like top dog at Nike. You think? Yeah, I, mean, I ain't seen him down there in a while, but yeah, I know he's a plug. Hey, you think he'll want to hear from Daquan? He might. You never know. You can do his ass. Okay, cool. We're gonna put that together then. We're gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna holler at Ike. Hey, I'm more I'm more than appreciative. It's like I said, I'm not. I, look, people do dumb shit every day and go viral and monetize off. I've done one of the most dumbest things that you can possibly do, especially with the record I had. But it's all in good intentions and good faith. And I, that's how I was raised. Just make sure your heart is always golden and genuine when you do things. And that's what I did. Yeah, I, I, I will say this about you. The guy that I knew that used to steal from Foot Locker, he didn't have the same kind of... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have the same kind of positive plan that you had. I, I don't know. I don't even know what he was stealing for. Actually, I don't even know what even happened to that guy. Whatever happened to Because it, it's probably what he just did at Foot Locker. That's why the boxes is laying around. So, I mean... Yeah, yeah, it was a lot. Well, okay. All right. <laughs> How, how did you know? Him? I mean, did he ever did he ever take care of you? He ever hook you up? You know what? Uh, I bet, I'd rather it. not say. Yeah, yeah, yeah now, that, that, now, that's enough. That's a, that's a no for five hundred, Alex. No, he didn't want to commit to that receiving stolen goods charge. Yeah, you you was real confident expressing that man's story, and now you he asked you if he hooked you up. You're like, eh. yeah, I'd rather not say. Then he got cold feet. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, <laughs> pun intended. <laughs> I, I I know one thing, Ma, I can't stand. It's the ungrateful. Hey hey hey, what's the most you ever stolen out at, at, at Foot Locker? Oh, not Foot Locker, but oh, at, uh, at Flight Club at one time. I can't discuss that because of legal ramifications. We're oh. going to go with fifty-two thousand dollars of worth of sneakers that I've taken, documented. Yeah. But I will say this. I, I'll say this. The three times that I went and I got away successfully, everybody around me, friends, family, loved ones, was was breaking off evenly. I will say that. Yeah, you was way better than that guy I knew. Whatever happened to that guy? <laughs> so you can shit on him now. Be like, yo, we just had a death on there. That game switched away. And you couldn't give me a pair of Air Force One? All right, man. Yeah, yeah, he had some shit though. I mean, he had some shit, but man. Hey, I'ma say, I'ma say this, man, is that I'm I'm so-called the conspiracy theorist, I'm the fact checker and all this other nonsense, man. Is as frivolous and as nonsensical as this episode might have been to some people, I learned a lot. This was educational for me. I had no idea that the secondary market was this damn wicked. Um, my kids are, or is kind of was in the tennis shoes. And I remember that day that I was trying to get my daughter the new whatever was coming out at that time. And we was on Nike's website and I clicked the fucking button. Oh, excuse me. I'm supposed to stop cussing. I clicked the button and the button didn't work. And I clicked it again and it was sold out. <laughs> See? Yeah, it's the name it's of the game. And I had the money. And I had the money. And, and that's unfortunate that it's, it's like that now to where it's so systematically fucked up to the point where it's like you have the money, but because of a glitch or because your Wi-Fi wasn't strong or somebody beat you to it because of uh, a millisecond they was early to press check out. It's unfair. Let's My thing is that if it's this bad, why not just send 
those shoes, I mean, I know you ain't with this day corn, but I'm like, why even have, why even do it that way? Send them straight to the secondary market. They gotta have some. They gotta show somebody. But they, the thing is, they do send it to the secondary market. But it's not the sneakers that are popular. It's sneakers that they just, you know, made a surplus. No, no, I'm talking about. I'm saying, why even play the game with the checkout and all that? Just man, listen, we look, 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 look. What y'all failing to? It's all about it's technology now. Everything's about technology. What y'all failing to to mention in this is. Nike really don't give a Nike. They don't give a fuck what happens after they after they after they put the shoes out. They done already made their money. That's I a, disagree. On the front and the back end, they do they do have to care because like like um said said they want these shoes to be popular. So they're not. I put you this way: you can walk in any store in the country right now, any time of the day, and get a size eleven Air Max. Or let's t- let's let's bust chops with the um with the Air Force One. You can get the white Air Force Ones, no problem, right? What I'm trying to say, bro, bro. What I'm trying to say is, like, for instance, me and the guy on this show, we build trucks. Most of the mm-hmm. trucks that we build, they're already sold. Once they leave, once they leave our, once they leave our area, once they leave our plant. We don't give a fuck what happened. We done made oh, our money off of that. That's up, that's up to the dealer. Wrong, bro. The dealer has to make their money. We done already made our money. That's I know, but if you, but, but listen, but if, but listen, but if you, uh, but dumb trucks, y'all making them 40 going north. Y'all ain't going to run out of them. Y'all yeah, make. I got one better for you, bro. Y'all, y'all working three shifts to pump them things out. What if y'all said we only making trucks on Tuesday? Now, yeah, because the market. The higher the demand for the truck. Because everybody that wants that truck can't get that truck. Hey, we've done that with a, with a couple of vehicles, but I got another one for you. Go ahead. I just like the girl with the fat ass, right? It was popular to everybody <laughs> started getting it, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got point. Now they're taking their ass out. Yeah. It's yeah. be the same yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, women are getting their ass done more frivolously now, so. Yeah, they're yeah. getting the yeah, right. it, it's, 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 it's oversaturated now, but that, that's more of a preference thing. Everybody wears sneakers. Everybody don't like fight at fat asses. This is a, like a different analogy. Everybody don't like everybody you. wears sneakers. Y'all killing me with this woman analogy, man. There's only one woman. Like, stop it. This is not the right <laughs> analogy. Hey, man, you from New York, man? What you? What, how you felt about Cameron and Jay Z uh, reunite another week? That's growth. That's maturation. That's maturation. That's all that is. I was just mad. I I, I wasn't there. I had to work, and I'm looking at clips on Instagram. I'm like, damn, you hoes. I'm like, look at Cole want to be grown and shit and bring out Cameron without me in the building. Yo, how far that place is from you? What, what's the name of that arena where they did that at? Well, well it's, it's in the city. It's, it's actually um, near the village, downtown, like like closer toward 18th Street. Okay. I live in the Bronx, so that's, that's Manhattan. So it's probably like a 25, 30-minute drive. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, cool. they just renovated it, and he opened it back up. All right. How many yeah, Next Drop time you want to know some shit about that nigga, use map quest. Fucking ask questions. Dayquan, drop your drop your uh, well, yeah. Instagram. Come again? I said drop your Instagram, bro. Yeah, all your contact. Oh, right? People can get in touch oh, with you. Oh, my my contact is is Daquan. That's D A Q W A U N underscore. So that's D A Q W A U N underscore. Y'all can hit me up on Instagram, hit me in the DM. I have my email uh, prompted up. You can click and email me or text me. 
I'm always open for dialogue. I'm, I'm not bougie. I'm not Hollywood. I'm just a, a regular dude that's honest and in my own truth. And I'm willing to talk to the people, and, and I'm for the people. That's just how I am. No doubt. No doubt. Appreciate you coming on, man, and sharing your story and everything. Hey, man, we look yes, forward sir. to having you on again. Hope we're gonna, me and Sid are going to try to get in touch with the people we know at Nike, man. Listen, I appreciate y'all for allowing the platform laid out for me. I really do. You know, y'all didn't have to do it. Y'all could have just chalked this one up as another silly dude doing some dumb shit, but I appreciate y'all allowing me to add some context. Trust me, trust me, your ass was almost on the cutting room floor. <laughs> well, I tell you what, we don't think, I don't think that you're silly. I just think that the, the sir, I, like I'm with saying, like you, you could have almost threw your life away over some sneakers. That's that was my whole thing. Like, but it's, it's a broader picture. This, this can lead to a lot of. It's not just only sneakers. It's just you gotta fight. You gotta find your battle in order for you to win the war. So if I can fight four small little battles so I can win the war, then I'm willing to do that. Cause it's, it's broader than just sneakers. It's, it's way broader than that. You know, it, it goes down to just you know classes and marginalizing just people in general. Oh, one last question. How old are you? Twenty six. Ah, okay. That kind of explains. Yeah, I'm pushing. I'm yeah. Would you be married, Blazing? Right. Don't feel bad. Don't feel bad. CB in his 30s, he still wears sneakers and hats to the club. So don't. I'm yeah, he do. Yeah, he do. Listen to each his own. his own. To each his own. Ain't nothing. What if he wearing them baggy pants? What if he wearing like super baggy pants? He look like Andre. He like sticky fingers from Andre. Listen, man, if you if you were 2019 looking like old two dipset, then I don't know. That ain't me, man. Shut up, man. I put you this way, like you just know. said, bro. Like you just said, to each his own. But when the when when it requires for you to dress a certain way, you don't come the other way. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> nah, I don't, you, listen, you ain't supposed to still be wearing four X Averex. <laughs> nah, listen. <laughs> he dressed like old dirty bastard. <laughs> Or a side, a side you or DPG. Yeah, this nigga got the Davucci leather on with the fur. Yeah, that's your cousin. He got the bubble coat on. Right. Um, nah, man. Fashion, fashion is, is, is within, man. How you dress is just, a, it's just an expression of your inner, inner fashion. Inner style. That's all that is, man. Would you still wear Sean John? <laughs> yeah, of course. You see they suit? <laughs> I'm talking about they like these hoodies. Hoodies and jeans and stuff. Yeah, if it's, it fits the right way, yeah. Not the baggy ones. Like, for, like if it fits my body type, yeah. For sure. I don't how about, that, how about like, that fresh Kmart FUBU? FUBU, I mean, I mean, if it's good for my, you know, orthopedic purposes, it's sure. <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm, I'm kind of flat-footed, you know, I just get a better posture. You know, when I go, you know, go some food at the court, Alright, last, last one, last one. What about them Birdmans? Them lugs? Oh, come on, man. Listen, man. Listen, New York snow is no joke, man. And you, you need some snow stompers. So no, that's what the Tim's bird. Hey, you, you out here showing out now. You know damn well you have some Tim's on. <laughs> I, I, my Tim's is under my, my Tim's is under my bed. I, no, okay, that's what I know. Not them Birdmans, though. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, I don't see no Birdman's in the store. <laughs> I just have to read. Exactly. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Now you opening up another can of words. Now I need to take Birdman to court for not making enough bucks for people. No, he he no, we don't want that. No, no, you don't, don't do that. Fight the right what? battle. Fight the right battle so you can win the right war. Listen, man. If Birdman collab with Nike on some Nike Birdman boots, I'm pretty sure y'all be the first ones online in the winner for them. <laughs> Shit, no. If Birdman, I thought collab- they got the same designer. I know that. No, no. Well, there you go, dude. Birdman, this motherfucker is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> stupid, the Birdman. They suede, yeah, but you can't lie. Birdman suede on his boots don't really mess up like like Timberland boots, though. So I, I give him that. Man, he, Rick he Ross said that on the man, water watch The man watch wasn't even real. That's what Rick Ross said. No, but I, I'm going to stick to I'm gonna stick to my battle. I'm not going to go to any outside party. Good, good I'm job. Focus good on job. this battle good first. Decision. <laughs> good decision. Good <laughs> decision. I had to make a good executive decision by my counterparts on the radio. Yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all see me right. Yo, Daquan, make sure you tell everybody check this out. We're gonna be we're gonna have this on our um, on our independent radio show uh, Friday, and then the podcast will be out uh, Monday morning. <laughs> Listen, inside the cave. Check it out, support, follow, listen in, gain the knowledge, and just just be able to keep your ears in tone and your mind open when you listen to these fellas, man. Inside the cave, I appreciate y'all for having me on here. I really do. No doubt, bro. No doubt. We'll be in touch with you, man. And we'll send you the link. Check it out Friday and Monday. Indubitably. I appreciate y'all, fellas. Y'all have a wonderful night, man, and I'm going to keep fighting. Alright, my man. Had a long week. Need to get some stuff off your chest? Do it now. Let's go zero to a hundred real quick. Real quick. Real fucking quick, nigga. Zero to a hundred, nigga. Real quick. Yeah, my round cave is about um Houston. Was it Houston High School or was it the grade school that came up with the dress code policy for the parents? What's wrong with that? Y'all heard oh, about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. What about the little boy who had his head covered? No, the parents. No, no, no. no. The parents that don't know how to drive to pick their kids up. Right. They 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 was dressing. This this lady apparently had a bonnet on, um, uh, 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 maybe a, a slip or something, some 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 um some leggings, and they came the next day that she was dropping her one of her sons off. And she was in a hurry, so that's how she was dressed. The next day, they came out with a statement and a dress code for adults, like no Daisy Dukes, no no um legging, no legging pants, no um um silk bonnets. Like being really specific, but it almost sounded like it was like um cultural uh, specific, like it was geared toward the blacks. When nothing, <laughs> like, it was, like it, I, I just, she, I'm not, I'm, I'm not a parent. Black woman so know, I'm not a parent, so I don't know how to a- answer that. Like, should should the parents have a dress code? Should the school have a dress code for the parents? Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it was a black woman that that implemented it though. She was the principal. Yeah, but she got a board of directors. You know what I'm saying? Like it, the school has a a, a a school board. You know what I'm it's saying? It's like even even the kids don't want their parents come to. Bro, she didn't she didn't take that. She made that up. 
I seen the interview. Unless you saying she lying, she said she made that policy up. She don't take that to no school board. Yeah, yeah, yeah but but things got to get approved, bro. Like I know how I know how it went. She the principal. Don't, don't have to get approved. Don't have to go to no school board to get approved. That's, that's her school. Four years PTA. Principal, that's her school. That's her school. I know you ain't talking about nobody dropping no kids off at school when the the, the dude at the door was about to whoop your ass. Yeah, he's about to whoop your ass, yeah, he's about to whoop your ass boy. Well, that's because I, well, I parked wrong. That had nothing to do with the way I the way I was dressed. So, so it's the it's imagine how you dress. So it's the policy for that. You broke that shit. Okay, then. So what you trying? Okay, then. So what you trying? What you saying, man? My, my yeah, point. Why, my why, why, why so, she be so, getting punk? Got to so, do with wearing a bonnet though. I so, don't get that. So all of y'all parents, because all of y'all are parents, do all of y'all agree with the policy? Like, or should it be should it be broader to cover everything? Or, or more, more things. I don't want to say everything, but more. Well, they did cover it. They said no Daisy Dukes and no um, tank tops with your titties hanging out. They they covered a whole lot and of this, other and stuff. And that's white and black. And that's white and black. Yeah, they, they covered a whole bunch of stuff, fam. That, listen, this is another case, right, of social media spinning a story and making it racial. Now you can make it race all you want. This was a black woman tired of tacky black women coming looking like they just rolled out of bed. And they saying, okay. you setting a bad example okay. for the kids and stop coming okay. to the school looking like you disrespecting this school. Okay, Ro, so every so all of you gentlemen are in agreement with the with the policy. Yes, that's not yes. necessarily, but I mean sometimes things got to be done that are uncomfortable. Listen, if it, man, man, this is when we got shower caps on outside anyway. We ain't oh, talking okay. about a fly okay. head scarf, bro. We ain't talking about a woman having her head wrapped up. We talking okay. about shower caps, pajama bottoms, and Daisy Dukes, man. Real talk. Let's let's really talk about this. He's just well, okay with the policy. He ain't. He, he just asked why you okay with. I'm not really okay with the policy, but there shouldn't need to be a policy if if people would come to school the right way, respectful. I don't need to see what you wore last night to sleep. Daisy Dukes ain't disrespectful. Okay. On listen, on some women, <laughs> if she no. if she two forty five. I, I heard of. I heard with a, of. With a, with a muffin top. It was a policy before. It, I don't know what school this was. That that they couldn't. People, kid, children's parents was dropping them off, but they reeked of uh, marijuana. Now, I mean, you can't police people's homes, man. We ain't talking about that. We talking about this. We talking about bonnets, shower caps, and pajama bottoms and Daisy Dukes, bro. They shouldn't be smelling like. The principal had enough. Neither though, bro. She was a black woman, and she had enough. But but if if weed is legal, and weed is legal. Huh? At least had the decency to do it somewhere else and not come smelling like it, even right. if it is so, like. So another, I don't need to be coming to work, even coming to drop my kids off before picking them up, even if I even had a half a beer and I'm technically not drunk. You don't want to show up to the fucking school smelling like that. Okay. Exactly. Man. Okay. Okay. So another thing, thanks for asking, answering that, guys. All right. Um, another thing is that, um, it, bro, you and dog might not know about it, but it was something um, up here with the Homewood Flossmore High School where um, three or four um, white sophomores uh, made a made a video in blackface mm. and it was not on school ground they went through a Burger King drive through a restaurant drive through and they made they they made a, a video and they 
they um um referenced um black girls, black women in a in a negative way, and they all all three of them had blackface on, right? Like goatees and some bullshit. Some some of the white parents of the school don't think that they do not think that the children, the boys, should be disciplined um, at, at school. Because it was, it didn't happen on school property, on school grounds, and it was over the weekend. What kind of school? Oh, yeah. What kind this of was school? High school? This is no, high no, school. But was it a private school or a public school? No, this, this is private. <laughs> 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 private. No, it was. It's supposed to public high school. Public high school. But no, this, they shouldn't. This, this video went viral. Though. This, video, this video went to the, you know, friends. It, it went viral. So yeah, no, they, had, they they had a walkout, and it was over a thousand students that walked out. They can walk their butts wherever they want. That school can't get involved in that. It didn't have, if it was a private school that had some type of code of conduct, then you could. But a regular public school, they can't discipline you for stuff that didn't happen in the school day. That's ridiculous. Absolutely. So, so, so that's a that's a, a law, uh, a police issue. No, it ain't a nothing issue. They have blackface on. So what? They they're raggedy. Yeah, that ain't punishable by law. Yeah, that's they're raggedy kids with raggedy. No, 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 no. The video they made they made a video. Um, uh, racist. being racist and being stupid ain't against the law. It, it's not against the law to, to make a racist video, fam. See, this is what I'm talking about. This is why this is why the black conscious community does not get taken serious on social media, man. We make fights out of nothing. So what? Racism exists. It just like I snapped in the group. I'm like, dude, do you understand? Will y'all stop saying Trump's racist America? America's always been racist. It ain't just start because Trump was the president. What is wrong with y'all? This so what the kids is racist. You think they was wasn't racist before they made the video? So they made the video, we got to react to it. Stop having white friends. Stop dating white women. That's the point we've been trying to make. They're all racist in one way or another. What is wrong with y'all? You can't police that. You can't lock people up. Just like I told people, keep talking about getting these white people fired. Because what's going to happen is, is they going to start firing your black ass for saying black love and for saying black power and saying black girl magic. Now y'all mad. But y'all got that woman fired off of her job because she was a racist. Y'all got to pick the right fights, man. Y'all doing it wrong. Y'all doing it wrong. There's some fights to have, but not this one. That's a public school. Because I know one thing, if that school tried to do something to my kid outside that they did outside of that school, then we're going to have a problem. We're going to have a problem. They can't police things that happen outside the school. How is y'all? How is that even in your logic right? Did it happen during school hours? Hell no, it happened on the weekend, dog. Happened on the weekend at a at a McDonald's drive-through. How's the school even involved in that? So what? It went viral. That's that, that's the parents. Okay, okay. What, what if they had just came from a track meet, bro? Then they was on a school function. Any school function is an extension, no matter what the hours is 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 an extension of the school. So meaning, if your kids went to Cedar Point on a Saturday with the school, you are de facto in school. That is a punishable at school offense. 
But if they was on a private time, private time, in private, <laughs> <laughs> then it's not in private. Yeah, it's despicable. I'm listen, and listeners, don't get it twisted. I'm angry and upset just like you are when these things happen. But what I'm saying is we can't we can't have knee-jerk reactions to every little racist thing we see, man. Which y'all just surprised? Anybody over 20 years old, if you don't know there's racism, then you got a problem. There's something wrong with you. If you're surprised at the actions of white yeah, people but, but, in today's but society, kid, I, think the, I think the kids are saying like they after they do that, after they've done that video, and then they come back to school, they don't they don't want these people in school. Which they don't want yeah, to have to sit down next slide. to them in class. Slide. I want to bet you that most of them What's kids. Up? Don't even get the most of them kids complaining, walking out and making all this noise. Didn't even have no relationship with the students. Don't even go, got no classes with them students. Cause that's what we do, man. We see some friends. That's like me in in in, in Pennsylvania reacting to a Starbucks in California. You think I'm boycotting Starbucks cause some two Negroes was in there and got kicked out? I don't know everything that happened with that. All I see is the news report. All I see is the viral video. So I'm supposed to not buy my coffee on this side of the country because of something that happened on that side of the country that I don't even know about. Hey, for my, uh, I want to give a kill yourself and start over once again to the uh, woke society. Uh, the, new, the new talking point that I heard from the woke society is uh, Asians they don't they don't vote they don't participate in the elect in the electorate so why should we black people we need to get better we need to be just like the asians okay well since since the woke society has made that statement uh tell me how many asians are participating in the criminal justice system as well. <laughs> tell me how many asians are living <laughs> off of government so you, you can't tell one side of the story without telling the whole side of the story but uh, that is uh, the new talking point from the woke. That's actually, that's actually not a new talking point. Point. That's oh, okay. Well, it's new yeah. to me. Y'all, all y'all niggas sound crazy. I don't even know how y'all found the time to find stupid shit like that to even engage. Hey, man. Well, 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 first of all, said you you're one of the food. most intelligent people because you don't have an Instagram account. Yeah, or or a Facebook. <laughs> account. That's that's where a lot of this. Or, shit or is. life, or life said you don't have a life. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's true. That's yeah, true. Yeah, no life bastard. Yeah, no life bastard. Hey man, we gonna rest yeah, time. Your get, get, get three little white kids kicked out of school for some shit they did at eleven o'clock at night. <laughs> it's better than three little black kids getting kicked out of school for some bullshit. Hey, come on, let's wrap this show up, man. Well, well, I didn't, well hold on, how Sly only get the only. Oh, I know. I, oh, I know. Well, you was talking so much. Yeah, about yeah, bro. Yeah, I do. Cause you talk too much, bro. You always talk too fucking much. I, I thought it was, it was you, bro. I forgot that was mine. Right, what you got? Well, listen. Well, you, you got your you got eight minutes to talk over my stuff now. Eight, eight minutes, no. No, I'm just bro, saying we got? got eight minutes left in the show. That's all I'm saying. Go ahead, bro. What you got? Minutes left in the show. Okay, so. I don't know the guy's, I mean, I know the guy's name, but if I said the <laughs> name, like, what the heck? Sly, you give a beat? Hey, I got company. I, I, got, I got company. We told you we going into this bar. We going into this bar. Well, put on mute or something. Bye. Let me get my thing. Um, so there's a, there's a guy on Instagram 
that y'all y'all wouldn't probably know if I told told you his name. But he's the guy that got dreads and he got um uh damn she's toe up. Oh <laughs> <laughs> It's my beat up, man. And she, and she the driver. And she the driver. I thought she, no, I thought she was passed out, fam. My bad, my bad, my bad. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't need to pull your car like you ain't know what you're doing with that drink bottle. Then you good, you good. Ain't nothing wrong with his old nap. Listen, sometimes you gotta get that midnight nap in to get to the next club. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Uh, yeah, no, nah, she good. She good. She the designated driver. She said, "Screw y'all." She ain't so important inside the cake. Who's that, Sly? Who is it? Oh, that ain't Tiffany. We about to, we about to go to Tiffany, but we, no, we about we parked outside of Tiffany. Wow, I said, "Who is that sitting next to you?" I said, "Not Tiffany." I, Meaning, like, none of your business? <laughs> fuck you, ho. <laughs> he said, not Tiffany. Fuck, fuck you, <laughs> With your nephew. This is show. not Tiffany. This is not Tiffany. Well, show, the, show it again. This is an inside. This is this is an inside the cave supporter and t-shirt orderer. Did she get the aware shirt? She ain't supporting unless she no, got she the aware shirt. Aware shirt. Huh? She got, she got the slash shirt. She got the slash. She got the slash shirt. Hey, she go ahead. Uh, she got the slash shirt. Get out of here, man. All right, so <clears throat> yeah, I'm about, to, I'm about to go drink with Tiffany. I'll send y'all a picture later. So, so there's a guy, there's a guy on Instagram that talked about gold and wearing and wearing gold and having gold jewelry, and that can be an investment, right? So. The thing is, is that he actually is somewhat correct, is that you can purchase gold jewelry and it can be an investment. <clears throat> Where I struggle with this is, is it, it pushes a false narrative that makes young people think it's okay to buy jewelry and think that they can use that as an investment. Now, because you are in the, you know, under $100,000 income bracket you can't afford a personal jeweler okay normally the jeweler you're going to is normally someone um that when you say his last name it sounds like you're spitting so you don't know you can't be he's not a trustworthy enough jeweler that you know the gold purity that you are getting so my around the cave is young people stop listening to people on instagram making you think that you can look like a fool with gold chains on and it be considered an investment. If you want to invest, invest in some stocks, some bonds, or if you're going to do gold, do 99% purity gold bullion. Do not buy no damn gold chain that's 10 karat gold plated and probably the weakest purity on the planet. You know what, Ro, you know what, Ro, they need to do? They need to make enough gold chains for everybody so everybody can get one. It should not just be <laughs> <There> you go. <laughs> everybody can have to get a gold chain. Damn fool. 
Negro, you crazy. You was just taping for that kid earlier about everybody should have a chance to get a pair of sneakers. So <laughs> I figured. It's not, the, it's not the same thing. What are you uh, talking about? Uh, I'm talking about investment. What are you talking about? He got anything to do with gold chain. I don't know. It sounds like the same thing. Thank you all for listening this week inside the cave. Don't forget, shout out to uh, Daquan Rawls. Check him out on his Instagram page. He said it earlier. I forgot what it was. But shout out to him for listening and supporting the show. Uh, Cavecrushshop.com. And if nobody got anything else, go ahead, big dog. Get us out of here. We'll catch y'all ass next week. Inside the Cave. You did say you wanted to be in, right? Get the latest Cave Crush and Inside the Cave gear at CaveCrushShop.com. Thought-provoking ignorance with special guests and Cave Crushers. And Cave Crushers. Inside the Cave. Inside the Cave. Read me films. You did say you wanted to be in, right?